Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge Bowen. I'm with my good friend, Margaret Miller. And I'm, today we're going to talk about moving from complexity to simplicity, a little bit about the rhythm of life, I think, Margaret, because as I started thinking about this um, for the show, I, I really sat back and noticed how this is the cycle of life, right, that we, you know, that we complicate our lives as we're, as we're learning, and then we go through a process in our elder years. Um, and that's why elders are su of such value to us to realizing, oh, I don't need all of that. How can I make, and not having, maybe not having as much energy to do all of that. And so a natural rhythm of letting things go so that life gets more simple. So I could really relate to this in terms of where I am right now, Margaret, how about you? Well, this, yeah, I, I love that you, um put that into the show title, um, the rhythm, because it's, it really is. I mean, if you, if you can, if you look back on your life and you look at different times of your life, when things were really complicated, <laughs> there's, there isn't a rhythm or there seems to be this, this, you know, yeah, there's this random activity and scurrying around here and there and, and, you know, in order for that to uh, settle down, you do have to find that rhythm again. And <clears throat> it's such a, it's a, such a powerful um, metaphor, I think, and, and a, a way for us to slow ourselves down. And it's, it's kind of automatically made me think about um, our breathing and our heartbeat Right. Because, of, you know, I think of the rhythm of the drum, for instance, you know, and how if we if the rhythm is too fast, then our heart, then our uh, breathing will be too fast. You know, so we can we can kind of slow ourselves down just through the rhythm of our breathing. Anyway, so I really enjoyed that as a, a starting place. Yes, I love that. I love that. And, you know, as you think about the rhythm of life and in our, in our, as babies, of course, we, our brain is not, you know, start just starting to develop and then we go to school. And so now it's just really interesting because when you think about this, because as a baby, all your sensory information is fed by the family that you're in, right? You're, most people are babies in a family and with parents and it's, that's the information that's fed into us. And then we go to school and now we're in a structure and it can be a very complicated structure. And so more sensory information is being fed to us through this structure as our brain is developing. And there's really no, I have, I have learned having specialized in brain integration. One of the greatest stresses that most people have in their life is a learning stress is it is the stress of learning. And so we are in school for many, many years where we are, are 
trying to learn and fed lots of different information, not just school information, but beliefs coming from people that we're exposed to and not just in our family, but at school. Um, and then we get to our, we're, we're through school, let's say in the early twenties, maybe the late teens. And now we're out in the world and we have to learn how to be adults in the world. And so we're gathering, gathering, gathering. You can just kind of see how we, we learn how to all the shoulds and the needs I need to, and I have to. And I've got to, and it ought to. All of those words that become a part of our languaging that really um, set us up for, for operating from other, our society or other people, other people's beliefs and learning that way. And then we have to begin to unravel. So I think that's, that's what I really thought of as I thought about the complexity that we come into life with and, and learn from life to a certain point. Mm -hmm. And no wonder we get to a point in midlife where we have to go, whoa, okay, who am I really? And what's really working for me and what isn't working for me? Midlife right. crisis for some. Right. And what's valuable and what's not valuable and what, you know, what, what are my priorities really you know, after a lifetime of, of chasing whatever the dream or, or, or whatever it is, I, I automatically, you know, when I was listening to you, and I, I was thinking about the complexity, and I, I remembered uh, the quote that I, I, I could have quoted everything out of um, uh, Richard Rudd's The Gene Keys, you know, book today, because <laughs> every single thing that he says about this uh, complexity is like so much my experience of what that is. And, and so he says, um, the more humans try to use their mind to create a feeling of security in the world, the more complicated and unsafe the world becomes. So, the you know, and it's, it's true. The more that we think that we find our security or our safety from outside of ourselves, the more we complicate our lives and really ultimately the more uh, unsafe and, you know, insecure we feel. <laughs> well, and, you know, I've been through that in a million different ways, right? And I was just reading an article by a wellness, a health and wellness coach, and he was talking about hydration, right? And I've, I've gone to boot camp for years and I've done lots of different kinds of workouts for years. And so I've had a lot of, um, you have to or shoulds around drinking water and diet, right? And so his point in this article was, listen, we have a perfect thirst mechanism, right? A drinking mechanism, and that's thirst. I mean, if, if, you're, if you look at the animal kingdom, when they're thirsty, they go drink water. When they're hungry, they forage for food or they go find food. And they don't have some philosophy that, that, that's running that it's all biological nature. And, um, and then I think about eating and how complicated eating has gotten to be, right? Gluten-free, low, you know, it was low fats in my day, right? No fats, now fat is okay. I mean, you just get all of these rules around eating, not too many carbs, oh, not bananas are too carby, don't eat banana, you know? And your head can just spin and pretty soon you're, you know, pretty soon it's possible to have such a complicated idea about diet and drinking that you just don't even want to do any of it. 
or you do too much of it. It's true. That's that's such an awesome example. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Jen says, I saw a meme the other day that said, I miss the days when bread was good for you and no one knew what kale was. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's true. And there's a lot to be said and that now it comes back to, you know, your internal listening to self and cutting away the noise that's feeding into your sensory system, right? And, and just listen to your own body and say, what, a, you know, I'm going to really enjoy this bread in this moment. Lots of love, lots of high frequency around this, eating this bread in this moment. There's a lot to be said for that and how the body handles that. Right. And so that, you know, I mean, as, as we're going, we can, we can look at any area of life and, and see where we complicate things. Right. And there's in every area of our life, there is, has been this process, like you were uh, saying right at the beginning, uh, that where we, you know, we're gathering information and we're and we are trying things out and experimenting and and with our lives, you know, and and what what we want and what we don't want, and and so it every single area has this um, trend of getting more and more complicated as we go along, if we are. Uh, especially if we are not listening to ourselves to, and we don't have um, a, a, a routine or something in place that allows us or calls us inward to, um, you know, go into the quiet place where everything is much more simple. And, um, you know, that we're, where we really, reinforcing what is actually important to us you know and I think this is exactly what you're describing is the rhythm of life because of course we're going to have high energy for something I mean I remember when I you know went back to school as an adult I had a child at home right and so that was very busy for me but I was in I was loving it and then I graduated and then I worked so now I had a kid at home who had to go be in school but I was working and you know it was quite that was a little crazy and I got to a point where where I listened enough to say, you know what, this is not working for me any longer. I I'm stressed out at doing something that I really am not even enjoying. And I'm stressed out because my son, you know, I'm just wanting more time with him and that, you know, listening to all of that led me to seeking out um, work that I act that would absolutely fill my heart space. And if I hadn't listened to that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today and have created the life. And I'm so grateful I did. And I have to say, it was a little bit of unconscious competence, (laughs) but I did, I think intuitively I knew, you know, I knew I needed to listen in. So, you know, we don't ever do it any, everything perfectly and we don't need to, as long as you know, we have that, we hold an awareness for ourselves and we can move into that when we need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and you know that uh, another piece of this uh, uh, that I, I think is really important is uh, how we complicate things in communication. 
like th this is really this is a really um really powerful piece for me this uh this gene key when we're talking about the gene key of complexity simplicity and quintessence it is um the gene key of of my vocation of my and my core wound and so it's i i really have studied it quite a bit and contemplated it for you know as long as i have been aware of this and what i knew what i know is that this was a really a big deal in my childhood because i I would have these really profound thoughts. I think they're, they were pretty profound for a little child. You know, I was having these awarenesses that were sort of beyond this reality. And I would try to communicate that and, and get shut down. You know, what are you talking about? You know, you know, you're just imagining things, what blah, 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 blah. And so what would happen is that I would, have this um, unconscious resentment about speaking, you know, like I would, I would have something to say, but it would get so difficult and, and that I would automatically start speaking with a little bit of resentment or, or some kind of fear around, oh, I'm going to be misunderstood. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it would cause me to talk in circles and i'm still working on this and this you know doing this radio show with you marge has has been a great um playground playground for me to to do things differently for sure and and so it, i love the idea of when we come into our hearts when we simplify things by coming back into ourselves and checking in here, then the frequency that comes out matches that. And it doesn't have those traces of anger or resentment or fear around being misunderstood. And it's such a profound thing for me. So I just wanted to bring that up. That's great. And I would love to go on about you know, complexities in communication. I think that's a great topic. Okay, so let's um, go ahead and take our break now. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, 
you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're talking about moving from complexity to simplicity, especially around communication. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm with Margaret Miller. We're so happy that you're listening in. So I was thinking, Margaret, about this complexity in communication, and it makes me think of spleen energy, the water, or excuse me, the earth element from the five elemental model um, includes spleen and, and stomach and, and channels energy. And the spleen energy is tends to be excessive energy. It's an excessive think, excessive talk, excessive worry. And then stomach energy is about dissatisfaction versus satisfaction. And you know, in communication, I think most of us have experienced excessive energy in communication, whether it's, whether it's defending self excessively, or maybe it's just talking excessively so that no one has a chance to, you know, chime in or say anything. Uh, so it's a domination, you know, it's being dominant, right, in the conversation. All of those are imbalances and do complicate communications. And it's also ignoring a rhythm, too, if we think about that, a rhythm that needs to be there. And because communication simply means, right, that it, it's an exchange of words between two people or, or, or body language, whatever it is. You know, it's information being exchanged, not just dominated and given out, but also received. And so that dance is, is so true, isn't it? Um, in communication as well as other things when it comes to moving to simplicity. Yeah, and, and it is. It, I love that you brought the rhythm into that as well because so in a, in a really balanced uh, communication, the, the speaker is reaching in from their being and communicating what's coming, uh, what's coming to them. And the listener is in receptive mode and just the fact of them being in receptive mode. And this is why we get along so well is that we have practiced this, right? We have, we know the difference, you know, between just being talked at and actually receiving and listening to what's being said. And then, you know, maybe it takes a pause for you to be able to respond to that. And uh, instead of sitting there and trying to think of your response while the other person's talking, then you miss the you miss the rhythm of that. Yes, and I always think of it in terms of music too. Music is just such a gift to all of us, and it um, it because in music they literally have in in a measure they have a rest sometimes. <laughs> I love that they call it that, right? And it's when you don't play a musical note. And so music can become very dissonant, right? Where there's tension 
and you, you're not even sure if you like listening to it, but then it always moves back into a different rhythm that is very soothing. And so that's like everything in life conversation. And, you know, so I want to get back for a minute to this um, complicated things again, mm -hmm. because all of us are living in a time where systems are extremely complicated, right? Medical system, political system, educational system, things have gotten so big and so complicated and we're fed and the community, speaking of communication, the communication system, right, through internet and TV. And so think about all the information that we are fed from all of these avenues and how they touch our touch on us to influence our own beliefs and trigger us in some ways. And so we, it's so important for us in the midst of all of this complicated uh, information coming at us to really, really listen, learning to listen to self and our bodies so that we can decipher what feels true, what seems true for us and really learn to rely on our intuitive self, take it down to that simplicity of listening to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important. It, it is. And, you know, I think, I think it's the basis of of all of the coaching work that I do. I mean, it's really the basis of my life philosophy is, um, you know, having some kind of simple tool that brings me back into that intuitive awareness and where I can make clear decisions because, you know, I, I feel like I'm not the only one. There's a lot of sensitive people out there in the world, right? You're one of them. There's, a, you know, anybody who's listening to this probably is also a highly sensitive person yes. where we have to come, we have to have that in order to be able to decipher, uh, you know, from all of that information that's out there. And so, so that's like, it's so crucial to have something that brings you back into the center of your being uh, so that you can, you know, manage it all. Yeah. So you don't have to wade through it. Right. It's so true. And, you know, the I Ching um, for the I Ching for this going from complexity to simplicity is called splitting apart. And when you think about what we've talked about so far, that, you know, having you know, growing up the way we, we need to grow up, you know, around all these in, in all these systems and by gathering information as we're learning and developing our brain. Um, we, in a way, we are splitting apart from our true nature. We kind of have to, to adapt to, to what's going on. And so um, this splitting apart then becomes important for us. And as you were saying, to recognize when tools that we have it within us and there are tools that can help us to, to bring all the pieces together, to bring all the splintered pieces together mm -hmm. so that we can recenter and rebalance and then move forward from there. And I, you know, I really so believe in this. I know you do too, Margaret, because of our backgrounds that um, we have learned really well not to, not to trust the wisdom of our own nature and our own bodies. And um, I think 
everyone just realizing, being able to open up to that your body can actually give you more information than you think. And that, yes, we need these important systems like the medical system, but don't just hand over the power to your doctor. Don't just hand it over to the doctor. They just consult them and listen and listen to what you think, what your body feels is necessary. And I just think that's so important for us. It's like the difference between um, a plant, you know, a home birth and a not home birth. And I've had the, you know, I, I had a C-section, so I didn't get the home birth. And I'm really grateful, right? That, that everything went safely for me and my baby and that, and the medical system helped me with that. However, I was present for my first grandson's birth and it was a home birth. And it was, it followed all the rhythms in such a beautiful way, utilizing everything natural about it and it was such a gift to see that that was possible because in my mind, it's like, well, you know, can you really trust that? Well, in this case for her, yes. For her and my son, yes. Yeah. It was very trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful example. I, uh, I birthed my daughter home birth oh. and, uh, and it, was, um, it was a flow and a rhythm and a, a beautiful, beautiful experience. Thanks for bringing that up on the day after Mother's Day. <laughs> well, it was such a beautiful thing. And, and for anyone, we were just talking before the broadcast with Jen, you know, about, about horses and seeing the colts out there. And, and, and for anyone who has witnessed the birth of, of you know, an animal, it, that's exactly what that is. Usually yeah. just a natural process. It's yeah. humbling. Yeah. And so, and, and so here we are, you know, as we're talking about um, moving from complexity to simplicity, part of that, you know, the, our ability to, to move out of that complexity and back into simplicity comes from being able to listen to the natural rhythms. And that, um, I, uh, I drew a card, of course, for today. And today it was uh, one of the angel cards and it's, uh, let's see, it's Archangel Haniel, and it's talking about moon cycles. And it says, notice how the moon affects your energy and manifestations and capitalize upon those cycles. And I, I thought, oh, okay, yeah, the, so tomorrow is the new moon. Okay, so, so new moons generally, you know, the energy of that is, is new beginnings or planting seeds. You know, the farmer's almanac always has you planting on the new, new moons. And, you know, it has been for hundreds of years, right? This is, and thousands of years, you know, people have, have followed these natural cycles and the lunar cycle in particular um, for, for women is, is a powerful thing. But for for men too. I mean, it's because we're all being affected by uh, the the cycles of the moon. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I pulled one too. Mine's out of the ancient, um, the hands of the ancients medicine cards. And this one is called, um, it's called great spiral of life. So there's your rhythm. Here's a picture of it. Yeah. And it talks about <clears throat> these spirals of life that we experience and 
our ability to find the balance when we need it and learn what we need. And I love, I love the ending of this that I, I'll just share with you if I could. And it says, in the heart of the spiral is the setting sun radiating its last light of the day. In the growing darkness, we too can more easily go into ourselves, call up the spiritual wisdom and remember who we really are. It is here when we can focus on letting go of our addictions, our neediness, our judgments and our angers and fears. Through release, we can find the strong, beautiful, loving person we have always been. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Which is our, this word is always tricky, quintessence. Yeah. actually yeah it's a great word it is a great word we're gonna get there <laughs> we not now but we will so, and there's there's something else from the book from uh you know the gene keys richard Rudd's book that i wanted to, I, I wrote down in quotes and it says saying no with grace means that there's always a yes inside i just loved that saying no say no with grace means that there's always a yes inside. And what that represents to me is this enormous spaciousness and flexibility, you know, yeah. in, in moving from one thing to the other. That's beautiful too. So, so when we have that kind of spaciousness, it's because we've cleared everything that is inessential out of the way. Right. That's what that's right. And, and you know, so that's that is that's part of saying no with grace also. It's yeah. like, you know, no, uh, because I need the space for something else. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so here we are at break time again. I can't believe this is just flying by. So uh, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, where Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So, Margaret, let's talk about timing. Because to go from complexity to simplicity, there is a rhythm, as as we've mentioned. And the timing of things is really interesting. One One of the things I've really enjoyed about being where I am in life um, is, is my ability to trust that this timing, you know, and recognize when I don't know what the timing is going to be and be okay with that and have the wisdom to know myself well enough that I can just breathe and say, well, the timing's not right, but I'll know when it is. I mean, that took me decades to learn that, but boy, is that, I love, I love knowing that. And so there is such a timing to things and being able to, as you said earlier, right, uh, slow down, breathe and look at, we can get so lost in the detail. And, and when we stay in the detail, that becomes more complex. When we get, the more detail we gather, the more complex it becomes, right? Mm-hmm. So to be able to embrace the, sim- the simplicity of something, uh, we, we may tr- need to trust that we have enough information that we've gathered and it's okay to just step back from that and let it all settle around us and we'll know when, when the time, when the moment is there. I love yes. that. Yeah, I, I think that's beautiful. And that when we, <laughs> when we are able to do that, Right. If, if we can listen and slow ourselves down and allow, you know, allow things to settle, like you say, and, and then, then we can make these incredible choices and they will, they'll be in perfect timing. But if we're not, if we're not there, right. If we are, um, I, I keep, I've done this several times. I keep flashing on um, the Luhan Matis when he talks about, he has several books uh, that are that are really beautiful. And he talks about the reversal of the eyes and the reversal of the ears. And he, he's basically saying that we have in our complicated society, our tendency is to uh, be listening to the voice in our head. So our ears are actually turned inwards, listening to the voice in our heads. And they're not supposed to. <laughs> our ears are supposed to be focused outward so that we can hear what's going on out there. That's what the, those ears are for, not to listen to our own self-talk in our, you know, in our own little tape loop in our mind. And it's such a beautiful thing. And that the eyes are supposed to uh, uh, be turned inward so that so that you know you 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 are seeing with just a, a, a small portion of your uh, uh, your vision you can see everything that you need to see on the outside and then but the eyes are turned inward and they are actually become these feeling and sensing organs uh, 
to what is actually going on on the inside of you. Am I upset here? Am I, is something, you know, is something wrong or is something right? And, and we can find that's when we, you know, turn inward and find our timing. And so that's what I, I keep getting reminded of that. It's like, if we're listening to that, if our ears are turned inward and we're listening to that voice, we are complicating our lives to the maximum. <laughs> well, it's so true because that's how anxiety is generated, right? Is that, that that ego is really there to to try and keep us safe, but our ego is built by a lot of things in our environment and not so much from our internal soul self. Mm-hmm. And um, so it can be a distraction for us for sure. And we need to be able to decipher the difference between our ego self and our true soul heart self. And um, listen, as you say, to that and see that value in self. Um, so let's talk about synchronicity because I love, I love synchronicity. And synchronicity comes and goes, isn't it? That's been my experience is it comes and goes. And what's the determining factor? Well, the determining factor is me <laughs> and how busy my mind is versus how much I'm quieting self and, and tuning in in a different way. And when I'm quieting self and tuning in in a different way, these synchronicities or, or these interesting uh, surprise, I, I like to call them surprises or timing of things, um, symbols that mean something to me, um, that they're just, synchronicity is so magic when it happens. And, um, but if we're so busy in our, in our minds, if we're so busy, we cannot even begin to see and recognize a synchronicity when it appears. Right. Well, and it, isn't this the, the, it's the gift of the universe really is that when we are practicing mindfulness in, in one way or another, you know, mind emptiness, yeah. <laughs> not, not the full mind, the empty mind, and we are present in our beings, then what is, what presents itself in front of us is exactly the the next correct thing and so yeah we you know we will experience more and more of that synchronicity and that timing and that and those messages and you know the the symbology of of nature and the universe just providing us and the and the 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 license plates and the road signs you know whatever providing us exactly what we need to hear in that moment only if we're present because we must be present to win (laughs) right and and you know when we're present then we can we can also relish right relish that in in the moment so because it's really easy i think and i i believe me i'm i've been i've been here and i do that sometimes it's really easy to be so busy that i that i notice the synchronicity i'm kind of grateful and then i'm on right i'm on to the next thing rather than really letting it tickle the soul (laughs) and just sort of take a little time and and just stay in that frequency you know, stay in the magic of that moment really helps to support more of those moments coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's the, that's the playful aspect of simplicity, right? When we are present in the moment and we are just responding to what is right in front of us, 
and and knowing that you know the timing of things is it trusting the timing of life and and everything then then we are we become more joyful and more playful and and the more that we this is you know practicing an attitude of gratitude you know gives you automatically and immediately more things to be grateful for and so then your frequency raises even higher and and so then more synchronicities happen and the universe starts you know responding to you in that way and as long as we stay there those synchronicities keep occurring the minute we get lost in into our you know into our worry or you know extreme uh overthinking of things it's gone. It's gone. Yep. It is gone. No. Yeah. And we've, we all do it. You know, we all do it. Life gets a little crazy sometimes and we have to learn, you know, I mean, we're just learning. And that's why I love the word play, right. Being playful. And um, I, I, I've been way too serious for years in my life. And, you know, there was a lot of anxiety associated with that. And um, it's nice to have learned that, you know, I can just move more into play and be playful about it. And there's also an urgency that seems to happen too. And this, this can get into timing, right? That we, we, we want to get what we want, right? We want to create what it is we want. And there's an urgency to that. And I can't tell you how many times I've had clients in my office and I say, what, what's the rush? They're trying to understand or trying to get this lesson or trying to move through what, wherever this stress that they're in, you know, and it's like, what's the rush here? Why, why does there need to be a time capsule around this? You know, can we just breathe and then open up and dance with it just a little bit and say, wow, isn't that curious that I did this in this situation? It wasn't ideal, but isn't that curious that I did that? Hmm. You know, I mean, even just, even just that lightens it up tremendously so that I don't move into the blame and the shame and the guilt of something yeah and so you know when we're when we are um simplifying okay when we when we think about simplicity um you know we think about we've been talking a lot about the internal process of you know overthinking things or getting into into worry or trying to trying to shift things change things right i want it, i need it to change right now right this minute and, and all of that but there's also this um simplifying that can happen in our outer world that can be really valuable to us and that's you know you um I'm sure you're well aware of all of the different uh, kinds of organizing and, you know, simplify your space, having a um, using feng shui or, or different, you know, modalities to help you simplify your life. There's a reason for that too, right? Because every single item I'm looking around my space here, you know, every single item that we own, every single piece of, furniture, every um, knickknack, uh, the dishes, you know, the, the garbage, whatever, all of those things have a frequency. And they are, we actually have um, energetic threads that go out to each and everything that we own. And, and so, I mean, that's, I, don't get, don't get scared, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because that could be an overwhelming thought, right? Yes. But it's, it's really 
true. It's true. It is true. And I have a, a, a beautiful baby grand piano in my living room that I've had for decades. And my, my, I played it at one time in my life, but I don't play it now. My dad played the piano really well. So I grew up with the piano in the house, but I'm not even playing it. And I look at it and I think, oh, I really should get rid of this piano. And then I think, oh, but I don't really want to. What is that? Well, it's an emotional tie. To the, so it is that thread. It's an emotional thread that goes to that piano. And yet it occupies a big space in my house, you know? Right. And so at some point, you know, I haven't decided yet. I know when I'll, I, I know when it'll be time. <laughs> it's not time yet, <laughs> but you know, there's going to be a time when I'm going to want to let that go, that big piece of furniture. And it opens up this whole space for something else. Right. And you'll notice, and I, I'm sure it'll happen. You'll notice the space, you know, obviously the physical space opening up, yeah. but also that emotional space opening up. And, you know, that that's the that's the big value of, OK, go through the closet or go through the, you know, go through your house. And if it's not useful or beautiful, then get rid of it. Those that idea is opening up space in both your physical realm and your emotional realm. Yes. So here. What I think I think something's wrong with the timer. <laughs> it says it's break no, time. Again. We're in non-time right now. I think so. We're in the zone, <laughs> non-time zone. We are. So we're gonna take a break. Uh it, this is <laughs> Margaret Miller. I'm with Marge Bowen, Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. All right. So, I was thinking on break about the complexity of our separate pieces. So, again, this I Ching idea of splitting apart right? And how we split apart ourselves and this mental self and this body self mm -hmm. and the energy self. And we're really not that we're a living matrix. That's my favorite thing to call ourselves is we're a living matrix. And there's so much information in the whole of us. And so that I was reminded of that when we were talking about letting go of this piano and how it would be letting go of a big piece of furniture and open up space in the house, but also open up emotional space, right? And that got me thinking about 
it it does it opens up not just emotional space, physical space, and energetic space as well, which is what you were referring to. And what does that mean? Well, that means that you know it, it, the more I can open up space in my living matrix, the more available I am to get informa- more information that keeps my frequency high, that keeps me um, connected to my true nature and, and being that. Yeah, so, so basically that is uh, bringing us to the quintessence. It's like when we, when we clear that space, then the, then the information that does show up is who we actually are, right? It becomes the essence of who we are. Like we cut, we are able to feel the heart of the matter, so to speak, (laughs) the heart of our matter (laughs) and our own, you know, our heart and who we truly are. And so it's like, um, the essential oils, right? This is, you know, when we, when we think about, um, quintessence, what is, what's happening with an essential oil, it's bringing that, uh, that plant down to its absolute essence, right? And so that's, that's sort of the process that happens as we simplify ourselves um, and we, you know, as we are able to come from our be in our body and utilize our, you know, be embodied, utilize our body as the information gathering, you know, central <laughs> that it is. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, we, we sort of become the essence of ourselves. If we're, if we're trying to respond to every outer signal and instead of coming in and, and listening to what's inside of us, then uh, we, we can't do that. But once we do, then we are, we're, we're distilling ourselves down to uh, our quintessence. To that pure essence of ourselves. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful, isn't it? It reminds me of, I have to just make a little, it reminds me of a Seinfeld show where, you know, I can think it was late. I'm hearing this and I want to hear this. <laughs> That's like, yeah, that's right. Because there's such noise around us, everywhere around us, every minute, every day, you know, there's such noise in our world and to be able to um, tune that out and list, you know, create a silence really so that we can reconnect with self is super, super important. And I know, you know, I, I mean, meditation is not always an easy thing to do. It hasn't been for me, but, you know, I think we also make meditation a little too complicated sometimes. Right. And in, in its simplest form, all we need to do is pay attention to the breath, you know, and quiet that's meditation. Just listen to your breath. Follow it in and out. (laughs) You know, so yes, we are. We do like to complicate things, don't we? You know, I was I was laughing as as I was 
trying to explain quintessence. I was like, wow, that was getting a little bit too complicated there. (laughs) No, no, you said it really well. The essence of who we are, you said it very, very well. And then your, your analogy of the essential oils is, was beautiful as long as, and just like, you know, there are many in the industry of essential oils, there are some essential oils that are that are on the market that have a lot of noise in them. In other words, there's chemicals used to extract. There's there's additives to them, so you're not really getting the s the true essence of that of that plant. So it's everything mirrors who we are, of course, and and just like in our own lives, that's true of essential oils or anything in our lives, right? So, but there are some essential oils that you can get that are the company cares enough to make sure that it's clean and down to the most pure quintessence. I I can, I have a hard time with that word. Quintessence. Quintessence. Quintessence of plant. And that's what they care about. So again, you can hear the intention of that too. What is my intention? Is it about money and getting, you know, making this going into more is better, more is better, more is better. Or is it about, you know, what I, what we can offer the beauty and the, the purity we can offer people Yeah, that will add value to them. So, um, boy, boy, that was, that's gorgeous. I just, because, you know, this, and the purity idea is, is also, uh, you know, it relates to us simplifying ourselves and coming back to what is, actually important to us if we are aligned with our true nature and we are listening to the wisdom of our own heart we are going to operate with purity we just are because uh, you know the nature of the human being the true quintessence is love well that's right and that authentic being that's who we're all attracted to. You're just immediate. There's a chemistry there. There's a magnetism there, right? That we're immediately attracted to people who are just so easily uniquely them themselves. And that's what they express. Right. There's no noise. Like you were saying with the essential oils, there's no background noise that's saying, Oh, I want, I want this person to like me, or I want them to, you know, like buy my product or give, you know, give me their money or blah, 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 blah. You know, there's none of that. There is, just the essence of their being beautiful (laughs) i want to i I have something i'd like to read from this card it's from the same card that i mentioned earlier the great spiral of life and i just want to i want to finish with this and then i'll hand it back to you but um basically the last paragraph of, of this beautiful message is may you enjoy and deepen your understanding of your cycles through the spiral of life may you acknowledge the meaning of the symbols in your life and may you walk in beauty of the of the setting sun to seek and honor your wisdom that is a perfect ending thank you so much for joining us today we're the mystic margaritas and we just enjoy being with you Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.